Welcome, Scouts, and fellow adventurers to a special episode of the Scouting Guide Podcast. I'm thrilled to dive into the captivating world of the Sustainability Merit Badge, a badge that holds the key to understanding our impact on the environment and the steps we can take to ensure a greener, more sustainable future. In this episode, we'll explore the vital concepts of conservation and renewable resources. Whether you're a seasoned scout aiming to depend your understanding or a newcomer taking your first steps in the world of sustainability, this episode is here to enlighten and inspire. So let's strap on our vital hiking boots and set off on this enlightening journey of discovery together. Requirements for this merit badge are as follows. 1. Before starting work on any other requirement for this merit badge, write in your own words the meaning of sustainability. Explain how you think the conservation and stewardship of our natural resources relate to sustainability. Have a family meeting and ask family members to write down what they think sustainability means. Be sure to take notes. You will need this information again for for requirement 5. 2. Do the following. Water. Do A and either B or C. A. Develop and implement a plan that attempts to reduce your family's water usage. Examine your family's water bills reflecting usage for three months, past or current. As a family, choose three ways to help reduce consumption. Implement those ideas for one month. Share what you have learned with your counselor and let tell how your plan affected your family's water usage. Using a diagram you have created, explain to your counselor how your household gets its clean water from a natural source and what happens with the water after you use it. Include water that goes down the kitchen, bathroom, and laundry drains, and any runoff water that the yard or washing the car. Tell two ways to preserve your family's access to clean water in the future. C. Discuss with your counselor two areas in the world that have been affected by drought over the last three years. For each area, identify a water conservation practice, successful or unsuccessful, that has been used. Tell whether the practice was effective and why. Discuss what water conservation practices you would have tried and why. Food. Do do A and either B or C. A. Develop and implement a plan that attempts to reduce your household food waste. Establish a baseline that you can track and record your results for two weeks. Report your results to your family and counselor. B. Discuss with your counselor the ways individual families and communities can create their own food sources, potted plants, family gardens, rooftop gardens, neighborhood or community gardens, etc. Tell how this plan might contribute to a more sustainable way of life practiced globally. C. Discuss with your counselor factors that limit the availability of food and food productions in different regions of the world. Tell three ways of these factors influence the sustainability of worldwide food supplies. Community. Do A and either B or C. A. Draw a rough sketch depicting how you would design a sustainable community. Share your sketch with your counselor and explain how how housing, work locations, shops, schools, and transportation systems affect energy, population, natural resources, and the economy of the community. B. With your parents' permission and your counselor's approval, interview a local architect, engineer, contractor, or building materials supplier. Find out the factors that are considered when using a sustainable materials and renovating or building a home. Share what you can learn with your counselor. C. Review a current housing needs assessment for your town, city, country, or state. Discuss with your counselor how birth and death rates affect sustaining houses and how a lack of housing or too much housing can influence the sustainability of a local or global area. 
energy, do A and either B or C. A. Learn about the sustainability of different energy sources, including fossil fuels, solar, wind, nuclear, hydropower, and geothermal. Find out how the production and con- consumption of either of these energy resources affect the environmental and what the term carbon footprint means. Discuss what you learn with your counselor and explain what you think your family can reduce its carbon footprint. B. Develop and implement a plan that attempts to reduce consumption for one of your family's household utilities. Examine your family's bills for that utility reflecting usage for three months, past or current. As a family, choose as steward of this resource, implementing those ideas for one month. Share what you have learned with your counselor and tell how your plan affected your family's usage. C. Evaluate your family's fuel and transportation usage. Review your family's transportation-related bills gasoline, diesel, electric, plumbing, transportation, etc. Reflecting usage for three months, past or current. As a family, choose three ways to help reducing consumption and be a better steward of this resource. Implement those ideas for one month. Share what you have learned with your counselor and tell how your plan affected your family's transportation habits. Stuff. Do A and either B or C. A. Keep a log of the stuff your family purchases, including food items, for two weeks in your log categories each purchase and as an essential need, such as soap, or desirable want, such as a DVD. Share what you learn with your counselor. B. Plan a project that involves the participation of your family to identify the stuff your family no longer needs, completing your project by donating, repurposing, or recycling these items. C. Discuss with your counselor how having too much stuff affects you, your family, and your community. Include the following financial impact, time spent, maintenance, health, storage, and waste. Include in your discussion the practices that can be used to avoid consuming too much stuff. 3. Do the following. A. Explain to your counselor how the planetary life support system, soil, climate, freshwater, and aquaferic, nutrient, oceans, ecosystem, and species, support life on Earth and interact with one another. Tell how harvesting or production of raw materials by extracting or recycling, along with distribution of these resulting products, consumption and disposal slash reproducing, influence current and future sustainability thinking and planning. 4. Explore two of the following categories. Have a discussion with your family about the two you select. In your discussion, include your observations and best and worst practices. Share what you learned with your counselor. A. Plastic waste. Discuss the impact plastic waste has on the environment, land, water, air. Learn about the number of systems for plastic recyclables and determine which plastics are completely recycled. Find out what tra- the trash vortex is and how it was formed. Electronic waste. Choose three elements, devices in your household. Find out the average lifespan of each. What happens to these devices once they pass their usual life, and whether they can be recycled in whole or part. Discuss the impact of electronic waste on the environment. Food waste. Learn about the values of composting and how to start a composting pile. Start a composting pile appropriate for your living situation. Tell what can be done with the compost when it is ready for use. D. Species and decline. Explain the term species, plant or animal. Decline. Discuss the human activities that contribute to species decline. What can be done to help preserve the decline and its impact on sustainability environment. 
E. World Population Learn how the world's population affects the sustainability of Earth. Discuss three human activities that may contribute to putting Earth at risk, now and in the future. F. Climate Changes Find a world map that shows a pattern of temperature changes for a period of at least 100 years. Share this map with your counselor and discuss three factors that scientists believe affect global weather and temperature. 5. Do the following. A. After completing requirements 1 through 4, have a family meeting. Discuss what your family has learned about what it means to be a sustainable citizen. Talk about the behavioral changes and life choices your family can make to live more sustainably. Have what you learn with your counselor. B. Discuss with your counselor how living by the Scout Oath and Scout Law in your daily helps life helps promote sustainability and good stewardship. 6. Learn about career opportunities in the sustainability field. Pick one and find out the education, training, and experience required. Discuss what you have learned with your counselor and explain why this career might interest you. Now we are starting and we are on page 9. Introduction. Sustainability. It is a big word with many aspects. But when you break it down, it goes hand in hand with being a good scout. Sustainability means the ability to endure conservating the land, forests, air, water, wildlife, and limited resources. We all share it's everyone's responsibility. Reducing what we consume and recycling, repurposing, restoring, and repairing what we own are all, all our parts of being thrifty, a key point of the scout law. Sustainability requires living within our world's ability to regenerate the things that we need to live. A good scout, as we try to leave things better than we found them. We should try to do with what we can to ensure generations to come will also have what they need. The big picture. Healthy ecosystems, environments full of living things, provide goods and services to humans and are all vital forms of life. From the tiniest orgasm to the tallest trees and from bugs to whales, we humans can enlighten our impact on planet Earth by managing the way we consume resources, conservation the land where we walk, the forests that surround us, the air we breathe, and the water are all living things need to survive, and other resources. Earth provides is important to sustaining life itself, not just for your lifetime but for future generations. On a worldwide level, sustainability might involve urban planning that recognizes living situations into eco-villages and eco-cities, where green buildings and green technologies, renewable energy sources, and sustainable architecture becomes the new normal. Sustainability begins by rethinking your individual lifestyles, becoming more aware of how you can conserve natural resources. Moving towards a more sustainable lifestyle will change the attention, integrity, and know-how of our generation, the youth of America. We all have a stake in preserving life. We all share the responsibility to make our own planet a desirable place, now and in the future. Human actions have lasting but social, environmental, and economic effects in the place we all call home. Earth sustainability is a journey, not in destination. It is the call to action. What can a single scout do? A family? One community? It is time to find out. This is a journey that begins with you. Sustainability, what it means. To sustain is to keep it up or continue it. Sustainable then relates to methods of harvesting or using resources in ways that do not squander or permanently damage them. A sustainable lifestyle or society meets today's needs without depleting, completely using up, natural resources for future generations. 
the summit leading the way to sustainable lifestyle. With the design and construction of the summit, Bechtel Family National Scout Reserve, the Boy Scouts of America saw an opportunity to explore how communities can become more sustainable. The reserve turns into a busy city of 500,000 people during the Natural Scout Jamboree. That is larger than many towns in America. A commitment to sustainability endures that the summit is strong and successful for scouts today and for generations to come. A few key principles of scouting guided the sustainable design of the summit. 1. Be thrifty and resourceful in our use of energy and water. 2. Apply and expand outdoor ethics beyond the backcountry by considering how we use materials and reduce waste in all operations. Be good stewards of our human and natural communities by creating healthy places today and for future generations. 4. Demonstrating leadership and sustainability by measuring our efforts and continually improving. The BSA has pledged to work towards a net zero. Property net zero is an ambitious goal that will take some time to research. In order to achieve net zero, the summit will need to 1. Produce as much clean, renewable energy as it uses each year. 2. Collect water from the summit's own watershed and store, treat it passively, making the use of natural water treatment methods before returning it to the soil. 3. Find creative ways to eliminate sending material to the landfill. Buildings on site are designed to conserve 30% more energy than typical buildings of the same size, staying colder in summer and warmer in winter through their shape and location. Their doors, windows, and walls exchange very little heat or cold with the outside, requiring less energy to heat and cool the inside. Beneath the ground of the summit center are geothermal wells to keep the buildings warm in winter and cool in the summer. Summit is designed for people, not cars and trucks. Within its compact footprint, scouts live close to activities and amenities. A network of trails through the woods and around the lake connects base camps to central and adventure areas. Fewer vehicles mean cleaner air and safer, healthier environments for scouts and their guests. In order to reach the goal of net zero water, the summit concentrates first on finding ways to use less water and to apply passive treatments for processing any water used on site. Gray water, the water that drains from sinks and showers, is cleaned and reused to flush toilets and urinals. This will save 11 gallons per day per scout, a savings of 4.4 million gallons in the course of a single jamboree. Backwater, the water that is flushed down the toilets and urinals, is treated without chemicals at an on-site water plant and then is used to irrigate the surrounding forests. No wastewater leaves the site. In instead, it serves to put important nutrients such as phosphorus and nitrogen back into the soil. Water, which runs off roads, roadways, and paved areas, is also treated on-site over 70 acres of Biofiltration. The dirty water is carried in a network of swells, depressions or low-lying land, and rain gardens that allow the water to soak back into the soil while the plants filter out oil and sediments. On average, each American produces about 4.3 pounds of trash per day. At the Jamboree, that would multiply to 2.15 million pounds of trash in just 10 days at a cost of nearly $50,000 to haul to a landfill. But most of that trash is valuable material. Food, paper, and yard waste makes up about 30% of what typical gets thrown away. 
At this summit, scouts will separate their food and paper for composting. This added to yard waste produces a rich material compost that provides nutrients for the soil. A jamboree produces 285 tons of compost, worth about $43,000 to the summit, not to mention the money that's saved on commercial food fertilizers, landfill fees, and hauling fees. Scouts attending jamborees also work towards net zero waste by separating plastics, metal, wood, and cardboard, which will then be hauled and sold. Some things that are hard to recycle, such as glass and plastics foam, won't be found at the jamboree. Careful construction with green, non-polluting, building materials to create a healthy environment, and efforts to conserve and protect sparkling mountain streams and 1,600 acres of forest. Indoors that the scouts today and in the future will be able to enjoy the summit's apokine mountain landscape. Reducing water use. In the United States, people are fortunate enough to have easy access to some of the safest treated water in the world. For most of us, that means simply turning on the tap. How much water do we use? According to the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, the average American family of four uses 400 gallons of water per day at home. Indoor uses accounts for 70% of this whopping amount, with 30% used outdoors. That's 146,000 gallons per year for one family. Less than 1% of all water on Earth can be used by humans. The rest is salt water from the ocean or water permanently frozen and not available for drinking, bathing, or watering plants. As the world's population grows, more people are using the limited resource. It is important that we all use water wisely. Wisdom starts with understanding and becoming aware of how you use water and how much water you waste. Take note of places inside and outside your home where you use water. This might include the kitchen, bathrooms, laundry room, and outdoor faucets. Look carefully at all the ways you and your family use water every day. Water saving tips. It might surprise you when you use the most water each day. Flushing a toilet claims nearly 27% of family water uses each day. The clothes washer uses nearly 22%, with the shower taking up almost 17%. The faucet is around 15%, and leaks and leaks take up almost 14%. Do you wash your dishes in dishwasher? Is your dishwasher energy efficient? If it is, you might use about 4 gallons of water to wash a load of dishes. If it is an older model that isn't rated for energy efficiency, you might by, by be using about 6 gallons of water for every load. If you wash your dishes by hand and run the water the entire time to rinse them, you can rinse up to 16 gallons of water for each load. Don't let the water run. Instead, fill one sink with soapy water and the other with rinse water. Here are more water-saving tips for your home. Run your dishwasher and wash your laundry only when you have a full load. You can save up to 1,000 gallons of water a month just by doing these two things. Use the garbage disposal sparingly, if at all. Compost your vegetables, food waste instead, and save gallons every time. When brushing your teeth, simply turn off the tap while you brush. That can save up to 8 gallons of water per day per person. That adds to 220 gallons a month. Don't leave the water running when you wash your hands. Wet your hands and shut off the water. Lather your hands, then turn the faucet back on to rinse. A bath uses about 70 gallons of water, and a shower takes about 25 gallons. To save water, take a shower and time yourself. Keep it under 5 minutes. For greater savings, wet down, then turn off the water. Wash your body and your hair, and turn on the water just to rinse. A small leak in a toilet can waste 200 gallons of water per day. That is like flushing your toilet 50 times for no reason. 
what you are, what about water used outdoors? There are many ways to conserve. To use a hose sparingly. To wash your bike or your car, use a bucket of sudsy water and a sponge. Spray the with the hose only to rinse. Some commercial car washes recycle water instead of leaving it out to run in the sewer drain. Ask your parents to check whether a car wash near you recycles water. If you use sprinklers, adjust them so that they water just the lawn, not the house, sidewalk, or street. Check your outside faucets for leaks. Water in your yard in the early morning and then only as much as needed. Place buckets under eaves or install rain barrels under downspouts to collect rainwater from the roofs or watering your yard. You will be surprised how much water you can collect in a short rainstorm. Using your water that would otherwise be lost or run off beats running a hose, which can discharge up to 10 gallons a minute. In the summer, especially if you live in a region that is hot and dry, adjust your lawnmower to a higher setting. Taller grass holds moisture and shades the roots from the sun better than close clipped grass. Spending about 4 inches of mulch on top of the soil around the plants in your yard to protect the roots from heat and cold and helps to keep moisture from evaporating. Your family will need to replace the mulch every few years to keep it 4 inches thick. Many cities and towns offer free mulch to homeowners. City workers cut tree limbs to keep them out of power lines, and they may also take in Christmas trees and wood scraps that people put out for recycling. All of these natural items can be ground up into mulch. Check with your town or country to see if they have free mulch program. Be water smart with your pets too. If you own a fish tank, when you clean the tank, recycle the nutrient-rich water to outdoor plants. When you refresh your pet's water bowl every day, recycle the water in the yard. When it is warm enough, bathe your pets outdoors so you are watering the yard at the same time. Your family's water bill. For requirement 2A, ask your parents for your, or your family water's bills for the past three months. The bills will show how many thousands of gallons of water your family uses each month and the cost of that use. You should also examine water wastewater services charges for treating the water that goes down the drains in your home. Talk with your family about how each person uses water. Do they leave the water on the entire time? Do you brush your teeth? Do you take 20-minute showers? Do you run the water when you wash and rinse dishes? Do you rinse full loads of laundry, or do you often throw in your favorite pair of jeans by itself? How do you permanently use wastewater? honest about your habits and how hard it may be to eliminate bad ones. Ask what each fam family member is willing to reduce water use. Choose three ways that you can help reduce your wa use of water and carry on those ideas. Then, check your family's water bill to see whether you and your family have become wiser and more thrifty about your use in precious limited resources, fresh water. Off the grid doesn't mean free. If you have a private water well or a septic tank, your family may not receive a monthly water or water well spill. Unless you have a meter on your wall, you won't have a way to measure how many gallons of water you use or how much wastewater drains into your septic system. However, that doesn't mean your, your water and wastewater are free. It costs a great deal of money to dig a well. The well must be dug deep enough to reach the underground water source, such as an aquifer. An aquifer is an underground layer of water situated rock from which groundwater can be extracted through a well. Aquifers can run dry or be contaminated from pollutants such as fertilizers and chemical waters. In times of drought, groundwater levels often drop and wells must be dug deeper to continue to reach the water source. If you live close to the ocean and have a water well, it can also become contaminated with seawater.
Water withdrawals can lower the water table enough to allow salty water co to contaminate the groundwater. Besides, the cost of digging water, well, there are also the expenses of a pump and holding tank for the clean water. Well, the water is often full of minerals, which are hard on the pump. The pipes often run the water through the house and the hot water heater. All of these items cost money to maintain and replace. If well water becomes undrinkable, the underground supply is completely exhausted. You would have to find an alternate water source. This can be expensive. Some towns in the United States in the past few years have had to check in water where the water source is dried up. If you are on a septic system, wastewater from toilets, showers, sinks, and laundry goes into a septic tank. The more people in your household who are using water and creating wastewater, the more often your septic tank may need to be cleaned up. A company can be hired to pump out the tank and truck the wastewater to a treatment facility. The service can cost several hundred dollars each cleaning. In the absence of water use regulations or monthly bills, scouts whose family have private water wells and septic tanks must have an even more conscious choice to use water wisely. It comes down to awareness of what you as an individual scout and your family can do to conserve a precious resource. You have it. Inspired listeners, our exploration of the Sustainability Merit Badge has come to a close. We developed a heart of sustainable practices, discovering how small changes can lead to significant impacts. Remember, each action we take today shapes the world. We will have it tomorrow. Whether it is reducing waste, conserving energy, or campaigning eco-friendly initiatives, we all have a vital role in participating in our plan. Thank you for joining me on this exhilarating expedition. Until next time, keep the spirit of sustainability alive and continue to treat it lightly on the earth. Stay tuned for more exciting badge exploration right here on the Scouting God Podcast.